0: Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about dreams and nightmares and what they are and what they do in the brain and what you can do about them. It's such an interesting topic and I was asked this question the other day by someone. And I thought I need to share this information with you on a podcast because it really is helpful. And just quickly before we begin, this podcast is meant for educational purposes and is not medical advice. So if you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And now on to nightmares and dreams. What are they? Before we dive into today's podcast, I want to tell you about an exciting new project, one many of you have been asking for which is now open for enrollment, my NeuroCycle Certified Facilitator Program. This program is a four-day in-person training with me where you'll learn the fundamentals of my theory and the NeuroCycle so you can use these strategies with your clients and to elevate your coaching business or private practice. Our first training is August 3rd through 6th and takes place in Dallas, Texas. When you become a certified facilitator, you'll join our exclusive directory which goes out to hundreds of thousands of people looking for extra help with their mental health. This means that finding clients will become even easier and you'll become part of our private network of facilitators where you can meet and connect with like-minded individuals, get help and have access to many great resources. Spots are extremely limited and already filling up. So if you're interested, just go to NeuroCycleInstitute.com for more details and to register for our first training. And for just a few days, we are offering 25% off. Just use the code INAUG25, that's I-N-A-U-G 25. The link and details will be in the show notes. So for years, people have researched nightmares and dreams. And basically, when you go to sleep at night, What is happening is that your mind and brain are preparing for the next day. Your mind, brain and body. So your psycho, neuro, physiology is all preparing for the next day. So there's a physical aspect to it and then there's the mind aspect to it. So it's literally like the mind is doing the wise mind, which is your deepest part of you. Your non-conscious mind is cleaning up, doing housework, kind of cleaning up the mess that has happened during the day. And so if we have a lot of toxic issues that we've experienced during the day or toxic issues from the past have risen through the myriad of trillions and trillions of thoughts that we have inside our unconscious mind, but they've been activated at some point during the course of the day or previous days and they're kind of hovering around the, non-conscious into the con- subconscious into the conscious level and they're not being dealt with and keep getting pushed down. So they uh, have got a lot of high energy around them in the non-conscious mind, that plus any, any toxic stuff that you've built during the course of the day, that is what your mind wants to clean up when you go to sleep. And this happens for everyone at every age. So if a child experiences something toxic during the day, or if they have toxic things that have happened in the past or are happening, abuse of anything or any kind of trauma, then that is, it's an actual physical experience which gets processed by the mind into the brain as these toxic trees. And so because they are threatening our survival, because they counter to the nature of our brain and our body and our mind, which is one of survival and love and and health and balance, those then need to be fixed up. So when you go to sleep at night, your non-conscious mind is still working. Your conscious mind goes to sleep. And your non conscious mind is driving a very, very, very effective and very complex clean up process, cleaning up process, very complex housekeeping process, looking to try and detox, to, not to, to, to sort of activate and prepare these and bring these into your, into awareness, into a state of, of, of more awareness, so that when you wake up the next day, you'll remember these things and, and pay attention to them. So it's it's kind of like part of your housekeeping. If you think of it like this, here you are cleaning your house with your vacuum cleaner, and you find a really dark, dirty, a really dirty area, and you have to vacuum up and down. Or like what happened the other day, we've got these white, you know, coloured carpets, and knocked over coffee from this my side table onto the floor, and there was all this this coffee all over the white carpet. So I had to clean day after day in that same spot, repeatedly over quite a few days and quite a few weeks before the coffee actually went and that that stain disappeared and that's what's happening when we go to sleep at night is that your brain is finding these areas that are creating imbalance because any level of imbalance is threatening your survival and it's threatening how you're going to function the next day and the days after that and so these things have to be dealt with and if we keep suppressing them one of the functions of the non-conscious when you go to sleep at night is to find those things that are suppressed that are causing this imbalance that are affecting the brain and the brain waves and the, frequency, the frequencies which are the brain waves as well as the brain function and that they, have activated the immune system because the brain wiring is, is toxic and causing brain damage and has changed your inflammation levels and your heart is maybe being potentially threatened and maybe other neurological issues or other parts of your body. So your non-conscious mind is doing this sweep through the mind, through the brain, and through the body, to find anything that's not doing what it should. So on a physical level, there's a regeneration happening. And then on a mental level, the mind level, through to the non-conscious mind specifically, because the non-conscious mind is awake 24-7, it is doing this sweeping, cleaning up thing. How often do you wake up in the morning and instantly wish you had another hour of sleep? You hit the snooze button and hope the next time your alarm goes off, you'll feel, feel, feel more energized. Wouldn't you like to simply flick a switch and turn on your brain within 10 minutes of waking up in the morning and be totally engaged, focused, upbeat and productive, no matter what gets thrown at you? I've personally experienced this over the past few months since trying Newtopia from Bio-Optimizers. Nootopia is one of the most advanced brain support supplements I've ever tried. If you've never heard of nootropics or brain supplements, don't worry. They've been around for a long time and are safe, legal, and used by millions of top performers around the world to enhance mental performance. It's safe, natural, and non-addictive. And you can choose blends that don't have caffeine if you're caffeine sensitive. Plus, BioOptimizers also stands by their products with a 365-day money-back guarantee. Just go to nootopia.com forward slash Dr Leaf and enter the coupon code Dr. Leaf10 for an extra 10% off your order and experience your best mood and mental performance with personalized nootropics. That's utopia.com forward slash Dr Leaf with the coupon code Dr. Leaf10 at checkout. The link and details will be in the show notes. Now the non mind doesn't do the fixing. The non mind is the wise mind, it's the advisor, it is this housekeeper. It is this storage area where all our thoughts have been converted into these trees inside of the brain, healthy, well, that's healthy, toxic and healthy, and also gravitational fields in our mind and our changes in our cells, in our body. So thoughts are always built into three places. And your non-conscious mind, which never goes to sleep, as I keep saying, is very fast and very, very, very intensely working towards your health. So it does these sweeps through the brain and the body to try and pull these things up to be able to help you. So, But it doesn't do the fixing. So it finds the stuff that's disruptive, finds the most disruptive stuff, finds the stuff that is been has been consciously during the day triggered by some kind of thing. So it's there in your, in your non-conscious mind and it starts pushing them towards the subconscious part of the mind. The subconscious is the part of the mind between the conscious mind and the non-conscious mind. So it finds them starts doing housekeeping and cleaning. And part of that cleaning is to bring the dirt being captured into the vacuum cleaner. Then you have to empty the dirt out of the vacuum cleaner or like the carpet cleaner that I was using to clean the coffee stain. I'm going over that and I'm sucking up that coffee stain and it's in there, but there's dirty water now in in the water part of the, at the carpet cleaner. What a weird analogy, but it just popped into my mind and it's quite effective. Okay, And what I have to do is once I'm finished that, I then have to empty the water out and clean that, that tank, or empty the vacuum cleaner out and clean the vacuum cleaner tank. And so basically, that's what the non-conscious does that. It, it basically puts it in the, the dirty water in the tank. what puts the dirty stuff into the vacuum cleaner, and you have to then consciously do the work of emptying it out. And so your conscious mind has to deal with those things. Your conscious mind works with the non-conscious mind to do the work of embracing that water and emptying it out. In other words, the work of embracing, processing, and reconceptualizing. In other words, what are what are the messages that that nightmare brings to the table? Now, one of the reasons that nightmares, and I'm going to talk about night terrors in a moment. One of the reasons that nightmares are so frightening is because, and and also so kind of jumbled. And dreams as well. I mean, let's talk dream. Nightmares are scary stuff, and dreams are the not scary stuff, but both are kind of jumbled, and that's because. During the day, when your conscious mind is awake and when your brain is in a, an awake state, it's different to when you're asleep. So things reverse in your brain in terms of the neurochemistry and the way that the the different frequencies flow. It changes in your brain when you go to sleep. So your non-conscious mind um, is, is always awake. Your conscious mind switches off when you go to sleep, and your brain changes how it functions when you go to sleep. And so that's so that's why things are kind of almost like back to front and upside down. So sometimes. You know, A chair is floating or it's very symbolic. It gets kind of symbolic and things get mixed up together because the vacuum cleaner is going over different parts of the house. The unconscious mind is doing sweeps through the forest and finding the most recent stuff that has been happening and cleaning that up. And things get kind of put together into the vacuum cleaner. So thoughts can cross over into each other and can be kind of muddled up. And then as that tree has been activated and connected to that tree, they've got roots. And those roots then pulling are pulling up other stuff. But they're not fully pulled up yet because you're in your non-conscious state. You're not in your conscious state. And it's only when you're awake and your conscious state is working with your non-conscious to access the stuff that is now being placed into the subconscious as you're sleeping, that's pulled up, placed into the subconscious by the non-conscious. And then when you're awake, your conscious mind is now aware of these things. And there's a feeling of discomfort. And you've got to now work with the non-conscious to work out what this means. So now nightmares, as we know, can wake us up and can be terrifying. And nightmares can you can go to sleep the whole night and only wake up the next day and remember I had terrible nightmares and I can't remember much detail. And sometimes you can remember the detail, and sometimes you can't remember the detail, and sometimes the details just too terrible to remember. But all of it is telling you that there's something going on. So you, what you will feel if you don't remember the details is you will feel the discomfort, and that discomfort is in your mind, your brain, and your body. So you wake up thinking, oh, what did I, that was just like horrible. And I'm feeling like like anxious or a bit nervous or a bit on edge or very on edge or, and my body doesn't feel, but I don't quite know what I was dreaming. And then maybe you fall back asleep and then the nightmare comes back and then you wake up again. And it's, there's so many different ways it can happen. So sometimes you get a lot of detail. Sometimes you don't get much detail. Sometimes you get no detail. You still had the nightmare but you know something happened. So in all cases, obviously, it's kind of easier if you have the more detail you have. But even if your body's feeling that discomfort, it's still a message from your mind, brain, your non-conscious mind, into your brain, into your body to tell you that something is not right. So you need to start becoming more alert to what that feeling may mean, to then searching consciously during the course of the day, not all day long. You don't want to become obsessed with this, but, you know, just to Maybe take note. Are there any major changes in your life that are perhaps happening, or is there something different in your life that is triggering this dreaming? Is something have you met? An, is it are there different people in your life? Are there different circumstances? Are there different things happening? Is there a set of circumstances that's creating kind of triggers that are activating things in the non-conscious that are on your subconscious during the day, and then you're going to sleep with things that are sort of on the edge of consciousness, which is the non-conscious meeting the subconscious, the subconscious being the bridge between the non-conscious and the conscious mind, or something like that. So it's on this edge, is something going on. So you need to start very deliberately and intentionally neurocycling, which is the system that I've developed over these 38 years, which helps you direct your, get your wise mind talking to the messy mind and really directing your mind to direct the changes in your brain. Because whatever you are experiencing in your in your nightmares is something that is inside your brain and your body and your mind and has come from something that you have experienced. So it's another clue. So nightmares are another clue as to what is happening. And so nightmares are also, they're clues, but they are ways that it shows that things are unprocessed. They are clues of unprocessed stuff, stuff that is, hasn't yet been embraced, processed. And, be, and reconstruct and reconceptualize. It needs to be deconstructed and reconstructed. And otherwise they keep coming back and you haven't quite dealt with them. You know, there's, there's a recurring dream that I used to have when I grew up, I grew up in South Africa in, it was a nightmare in a place called Pretoria, which is the capital. And when I was a child, we lived on a, in a beautiful home, but on a river and it was very open and we had a lot of break-ins and I remember one night waking up and seeing a person in the passageway carrying stuff out of the house and then my dad getting up and guns and all kinds of stuff and police and I was very young and then there was another incident where I remember walking right through to the passageway and I remember looking out into the garden and I remember seeing because it was like a dip the garden had a flat part and then it dipped down towards the river and I remember seeing someone there and not being able to get away and and then my parents came and put me back to bed and whatever because I was still quite young. But for years those that feeling of I'm on that in that part of the garden and I can't get up and I can't get away. And the feeling of that someone's in the house and that terror and not being able to do anything. And I didn't know this happened when I was very young and I was an adult and we went back to go visit my parents. I was already married and I and I had that dream again, and it would come over the years periodically, but it was really bad. And then I remembered, you know, and then it happened a few times after that. And even then, not at my parents' house, but actually in my own home. And then I spoke to my mom about it, and she actually told me the details. So, in other words, there was my mind trying to deal, unconscious mind taking that thought and trying to, the terror of it hadn't been processed. So it was coming up, it was disrupting because it was making me scared of everything. I was suddenly getting scared of everything and it was affecting my sleep and it was starting to become a problem. And so once I found out what it was, I paid attention to it. I started reflecting on it. So I gathered awareness, I reflected. And part of my reflection, and then I started writing down my reflections and part of my recheck was to actually ask my mother because I realized this is something that happened when I was young. So once I had the details, I was then able to, Reconstruct, and now I can talk about it. And I haven't had that dream since I did that. I haven't had, I should say nightmare, sorry. I haven't had that nightmare before. When it comes to our health, everything is connected, even our makeup and skincare. But with so many choices on the market, it can be hard to know what to buy or wear. This is why I live Thrive Cosmetics, a high-performance beauty and skincare product made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. All their products are free of parabens, sulfates, phthalates, and certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I personally use their liquid lash extension mascara every day, which works wonders on my eyes, especially when I have to go on TV or talk from a stage, and doesn't flake or irritate them at all. No wonder this mascara has more than 20,000 five-star reviews. It truly is an ultra-lengthening, eye-opening mascara that lasts all day without clumping or smudging and is so easy to remove. Plus, it contains clean, nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. I also love that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes, including raising essential funding for their giving partners Meals on Wheels, Feeding America to provide 1 million meals to people facing food insecurity. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com forward slash Dr. Lee. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Dr. Lee for 15% off your first order. And I'm sure maybe sometimes you've experienced times where you've had a nightmare and it's gone into a night terror where you kind of feel immobilized and frozen. It's like you're awake and you can't move and you're in the midst of this thing and it's terrifying. And that the reason that that happens is because once again, your non-conscious mind is dealing with this incredibly complex thought that has all the data in the roots, and the data is all what happened. It's the details and it's the feelings, which are the emotions, and it's the, the, the all the things that were happening, the, the data. And then this is the processing of that event, and this is the interpretation of that. And so this is all data. These on this thought tree has got all this these memories. So these are the data. These are the actual memories. What happened? The details, like I was telling you that I was a child and I woke up and I saw these people at the end of the passageway taking stuff out and I was so scared. And then my dad, I remember yelling for my dad and my dad came and then guns and, and I was back to bed and police and, you know, and then that, whatever. So that's the data and then, and the terror, I felt terror and fear. And there was always one part of the, they came up to the sliding door and in the passageway and I was standing right there and they first went there. And so I saw, I saw that and I saw the break in. And so that door frightened me for years. I, could, I had dreams of that door always being open and never being able to close that door and always having these doors that kept opening. You know so these, these, these are, are that, that I had to make sense of that, because that was, it was like anywhere where there was a sliding door, I'd have this like fear of sliding doors because they don't close. You're not safe, you're not protected. people can lift them up and open them. And so those, that's the detailed memory that was in that thought tree. and it was coming out in my nightmares, and I would have night terrors of not being able to get away. And being stuck there and that door opening and the people coming in. And so until I had, and that would, I'd freeze in that moment. So that memory that I had as a child that I didn't understand fully, that was built into my brain and into my body and into my gravitational fields of my mind was what I was feeling in the night terror. So as it was being processed, as it was being pulled up and the brain, my mind was trying to clean it up. it was also pulled up in my body and in my brain, so in all three places. So it was such a strong reaction in my body. For some reason, maybe the cleanup was deeper that night or something was a deep clean, and it got stuck inside my body, and my body got stuck in that moment, and I went into a night terror. So the night terror is when when the non-conscious mind work is is activating the very strong response in the body and we kind of get stuck in the body. And so... When we wake up from those, and we eventually and we wake up and we can get out of there, and you can feel terribly frightened. Often, it's very important to sort of calm down and have someone with you and you know talk it through. And you might be affected for a few hours after that, so it's really important that you do process it, that you do talk about it, that you try to find the origin. And even if you know the origin that it was coming from X, it might take a bit of time. Not it might, it will take time to rewire that. So this is where the sixty three days comes in. And I honestly had to do literally a full 63-day cycle to try and once I knew what the cause was and I had reconceptualized and then I had to grow a healthy replacement that I'm safe, that I'm not in that house, that that's not going to happen, that I got away, whatever, whatever it was, all the different things, I had to grow it from, uh, let me find my little, where's my little one? It would have been like this after 21 days and then I had to, so it takes 21 days for took twenty-one days for me to talk to my mom, you know, do the gather, reflect write, recheck, et cetera, over 21 days to get all the details, find the cause, reconceptualize it. But it was only weak. week. It took another 21 days to get to this strength. It took 63 days to get to this point. Where now, every now and then, just recently, I actually had a dream again of the that area where the sliding door was. And we had sliding doors around our whole house. But this time, there wasn't a terror. It was very interesting. It wasn't a nightmare. It had converted to a dream. And the dream was interesting because... It had me with someone that I felt safe with going to those doors and showing that there's actually locks on them, that they can't get them open. They can't lift them up and open them. So there had been a process. But before that, I didn't have that. So I was terrified. I just got lost in the terror. Whereas once I had processed it and gone through sufficient time, not just knowing about it. So initially I just knew about it and I was still having the nightmares and getting lost. But once I had reconceptualized and grown that new stabilized memory. When I I had the next time, it converted from a nightmare and a night terror to a dream of a solution. So it's the same house, same sliding doors, but no longer was I terrified because I was protected. There was all these layers of protection. So I was safe. People couldn't get to me. I could be protected. So that's what I'm talking about there. And, and so nightmares are very real. They do tell us stuff. And if you don't get, like, I got a lot of information there. There's other times where I've woken up from a nightmare and I've just, like, it's, that would never happen. It was completely, like, not as logical as, you know, that, that nightmare, my my nightmare matched what actually happened. Sometimes your nightmare is related in some way, but it's illogically related. And that's also because we, when we clean up on our unconscious mind when our non-conscious mind is cleaning up, it doesn't. Or is, it's not; it goes across like you vacuuming dirt from this room to that room to that room. It all gets mixed up in one big in the tank. So things can get mixed up. So you can have bits and pieces of different experiences or thought trees kind of thrown in. You can have like a bit of a good thought tree thrown in with a toxic thought tree and another toxic thought tree. So it makes a kind of jumbled mess. And because of the con, the the, the combination of the different emotions tied into that into that tree, it's strong enough to push it into the subconscious mind because it's created sufficient imbalance and the non-conscious mind is always looking to restore balance. So anything that's out of balance is found while you're sleeping, pushed into the subconscious so that you wake up feeling something wasn't right. In my, in my dream, something was going on and therefore you pay attention to it. And if it's all jumbled up and there's certain things that would like never happen or seem to be part truths or part not, just don't be too freaked out about like, now don't start thinking, oh my gosh, this is gonna happen, this is predictive, this is there's no cookie cutter anything for dreams. So if anyone tells you I can interpret your dreams, you run far because it's even it's hard to even interpret your own dreams. It's more a process of embracing them to deconstruct them to try and find why you're getting these levels of discomfort and to find the causes behind them as opposed to that's symbolic of that and that's gonna happen and this is gonna happen and, and you know sometimes you can get a, a forewarning, sometimes you can have a dream where an incident is played out in your dream and it is like a precognition. And I've had that too. I had a precognition once of us being attacked in our beach and at our beach, close to our beach house in South Africa. And the whole thing literally played out like my dream did. And in my dream, there was like a solution. And when it happened, I saw my dream coming alive. I mean, that's only happened twice in my life. So we can get those. And when it happened, I kind of already had the solution of what to do. And sort of applied it, but then I only remembered afterwards that I had the dream. It was like kind of time-wise, it was a few minutes after this terrible attack happened that I realized I'd had a dream about it. And, you know, we'd survived this and we nearly didn't. We were nearly all murdered, myself and my husband and my four kids on a beach in South Africa, but we weren't. But because I processed that so well and spoke about it and went through the five steps and did that very intensively, then the nightmares from that stopped very quickly but that was a that was like a precognition of it, of the whole process. And it's uh, my kids also from that incident, they also had they were very young and they had nightmares as well. And I had to help them work through that process as well. So the whole point here is that if someone tells you, you know, that means that and that means that, be very cautious. Even you can't really, you know, totally predict. You can just think, Okay, maybe that's from that, that's from that incident, that happened from there. It's kind of all mixed up together. I'm feeling discomfort. Where is this discomfort coming from? What is the bigger picture? You know, so dig around and and it may take you a bit of time. You know, it may take you a couple of cycles of 63 days to find out. But as you're working through it, it will be interesting for you to observe whether the nightmare and night terror start converting over to a dream where you start kind of almost dreaming the solution, like I explained. Hormonal changes can be stressful, especially as a woman. Thankfully, we can make changes in our life that help us manage how we feel on the inside and outside, including taking Bonafide's amazing products. For women who suffer from any of the broad range of perimenopausal and menopausal symptoms who want safe and effective non-drug solutions they can trust, Only Bonafide creates propriety natural medical products that have earned an uncompensated recommendation of over 8,700 doctors to their patients on an ongoing basis. I personally love their Sylvester range, which is the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by estrogen decline from the inside and out. The Daily Sylvester capsule is formulated to work inside the body to provide sustained nutritional and structural support, while the Sylvester Serums are applied topically to revitalize and improve the appearance of your hair and skin. The Skin Serum is formulated with hyaluronic acid to visibly improve skin texture and reduce fine lines and wrinkles, while the Hair Serum promotes the appearance of fuller, thicker, healthier hair as you age. Join the over 333,000 women and counting who trust Bonafide to help them navigate menopause and give Bonafide a try today. No hormones, no prescription required. They offer real relief without compromise. My listeners get a special offer when they subscribe to any product going to hellobonafide.com and using the promo code Dr. Leaf. That's hello, B O N A F I D E dot com, and the code Dr. Leaf to claim your special offer of up to 54% off when you subscribe to multiple products, including Sylvesa. The link and details will be in the show notes. So, that is just a, a little bit of interesting information that I think is very, very helpful. If your kids are having nightmares, pay attention, help them process it, help them describe it, help them write it out, maybe with toys, maybe with drawings. Maybe give them words, give them comfort if they they aren't able to be linguistic. Don't just gloss aside, especially if it's happening repeatedly. You know, there's something then you may have to dig deeper and investigate if something's maybe going on at school with any kind of home care, with friends, with maybe family members that are looking after them, maybe an abuse is happening, maybe depending on what's going on, it may be good to see a therapist, take them to a play therapist if they're very young. Take them to a the therapist if it's a consistent pattern. If your child is consistently having the same dream, I mean nightmare, and it's they're waking up distressed, and it's not just once or twice, but it seems to be consistent. It's, you, you, you do want to you do want to pay attention, and you can start working through the neurocycle with them in a very simple way. We are I know that the the neurocycle is geared for adults at this stage, but there is a child version. I've had it for years, and we are busy putting that into the app and writing books on that but you just have to have patience in the meantime you know the five steps you can get as much information as you need from my book cleaning up a mental mess in my app neurocycle i teach it intensively on this podcast i give so many examples Uh, but essentially with your children you're going to age appropriately help them to go through gather awareness and you're talking them through it so gather awareness and reflect on it so simple questions like what did you dream and 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 what do you think that means and do you want to draw a picture? Do you want to show me with your toys? Do you? And they may not want to do it immediately on the spot. You may have to do it at another time. And if you're battling with it, that's where you could speak to a therapist and give them as much information as the child will tell you. And then they can then help to the, go through the process to help them to try to unpack it. But it's very important that you don't just ignore it. If there's a pattern of nightmares, there's something going on or a series of things going on or that have gone on that have been suppressed and potentially triggered and need to pay attention. We need to pay attention to those. So I hope this has helped you and I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leith. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself